All right, good morning, everyone. Today is Tuesday, February 16th, 2021. And most of you, uh, I think, that are watching or listening are probably experiencing a very heavy winter storm um, if you're in the West. So I wish you guys nothing but safety. And uh, because here in Toronto, Canada, for a place that already snows like crazy every single winter, you could imagine how bad it is here, right? I mean, I'm hearing even uh, as a, actually part of the report that I'm doing today is that Texas is not doing well whatsoever. So for those who watch or listen in the South, wherever you are, not just Texas, if it's very bad and you got power outages or what have you, guys, just be safe. That's all right. So I want to start with something that, I, to be honest, kind of bothers me, and I'll tell you why. Nancy Pelosi announced yesterday or the day before, I'm not sure, that she wants to essentially do um, a commission that's similar to that of the 9-11 commission. But she wants to do it this time for the Capitol riots, for the insurrection and all that. Okay. Here's the problem I have with that. And this is my opinion, but I feel very passionately, so I just want to say that. So the thing with that is I'm all for holding people accountable. It's not for me to say and tell you guys if Trump was guilty or not. That's not for me to say. But, excuse me, the problem I have here is that... If you remember the 9-11 commission, even if you don't, or you never saw it, long story short, it looked all fine and dandy on the front end. But what we now know is that it just led to more exploitation of that trial to justify spying on the American people in a very unlawful way. I'm all for spying on people of your own country if they're planning to do harm and if it's targeted. All right. But we know realistically that's not what happens. And 20 years ago, or just under 20 years ago, when the 9-11 commission happened, we knew realistically what happened later, which was that they were surveilling everybody in the country. So what's the difference between then and now, especially now? So if the if the commission is going to do something that's actually good, I'm honestly, I'm all for it because everyone has a right to, you know, voice their opinion on either political side, you know, you have your hearings, and I know normally nothing gets done, but they're going to milk this, they're going to use this, what they're trying to call the truth commission, they're going to use this, ironically, to pretty much justify on a private level, they're going to go to the FISA court and say, okay, well, we found out we got to do more spying because of domestic terrorism, I get it, there is a certain part that a part of me that says, okay, I agree, but at the same time, we know how politicians, on the left and the right, by the way, how they are, they're going to just exploit it. They're going to use it for their own justification, not not necessarily for their own benefit, but for the benefit of the intelligence community. You remember the Snowden movie in 2013 or 2014 with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who played Edward Snowden? They were collecting more data within the United States than they were on Russia. You'd think it'd be the opposite in terms of like, you know, you ch you collect more data from your enemies, your adversaries, but no. Because, again, the money is in the West. I mean, there's money all over the world, don't get me wrong, but the data, sorry, is in the West. The data mining. There's a reason why China, Russia, you name it, always want to get into the American economy. The American economy, I think China's economy is like 60% of the, the American economy. So, in America, there's way less people than in China, but the economy is substantially better. Now, I'm, I'm saying in general, not right now, but you know what I mean. So, my, my whole issue with that, guys, is again, they're going to exploit it. They're just going to exploit it. So, I don't know. Anyways, the next thing is that Parler announced a reset that they're pretty much uh, coming back online and everything. I think they're using Russian servers. I'm not sure exactly, um, but... Some people are saying it's still not working, so uh, again, we'll see what happens there. A lot of people, 
a lot of people are saying that Parler's dead. I think in a lot of ways, this is only going to drive people to want to go back onto Parler more. The fact that big tech cut them out. So we're starting to see that in a lot of cases, if big tech cuts you out, there still is a way around it, especially if the people want it, right? So it only adds to the polarizing uh, diversity that's going on, sadly. But the next thing is that David Perdue filed to run for the Senate again, uh, for a seat in the Senate in 2022. Okay, I mean, look, if he runs again and he wins, maybe he might, maybe he won't. Uh, I got to be honest, we're going to call it like it is. He still has to answer about his stock uh, making money from insider knowledge on the stock market, which technically I believe cannot be proven. So at the end of the day, they're not going to bother investigating him. But I mean, we all know what's really going on. And I say this for both the left and the right. So we got to be fair, right? The next thing is that 62% of Americans, according to Breitbart, support a third major party. Now, allegedly, Trump is going to start something called the uh, the Patriot Party. I'm not sure how serious he is about that. Who knows if he's going to start his own TV network or what have you. A lot of things are all over the place right now. Maybe he's letting the, du the dust settle, so to speak. I don't know. What I do know is that a lot of people are upset with both the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, but we do see right now much more of an emotional, I guess we could say, passion for those on the right. Not even the far right. I'm talking even center right. Uh, there's more passion there in general. That's just always how it usually has been, right? I'm not a historian, but from what I've seen. So the next thing is that uh, Trump made an appearance during the President's Day rally in Florida, I think yesterday. I mean, okay, great. He wanted to come wave, say hi or whatever. Sure. I guess if they, if the people want to see him, then why not? The next thing is that Iraqi armed groups vow, vowed more attacks on American occupation. This is what I was saying yesterday. This is when I honestly got to say, call it like it is. You, you cannot like me for this. But in particular, in the particular context of Trump saying about Iraq and Afghanistan, whether he, you can argue, well, you know, Dave, he didn't, someone told that to him. To, that was a talking point for him. Doesn't matter. He said it. And I don't care if he thought it or not. I, I believe it's right. Should have never went in. But once they went in, should have never got out. Because look, now you got vacuums that are way worse. You got vacuums that are way, way worse. So I, I don't know. Like Iraq, Afghanistan, like who knows? Like what's going to happen? I mean, the best cases that I've seen, and I'm not trying to sound controversial here, is when in any country, first world, third world, doesn't matter. Whenever there's a vacuum of sorts or a, something that needs to be filled, an an ideological perspective that needs to be filled. It usually gets filled with religion. The question then becomes, does religion inhabit some extremist view or is it very moderate? So it, again, it depends on the people. It depends on the culture. depends on the regime. depends on outside influences. It, it's a, it's a, it's a mess. I, I don't, I wish I had the solution. If I did, I'd probably be running for president, but I, I don't sadly. So uh, the next thing is that Israel blocked shipments of Russia's Sputnik V vaccine uh, that was heading for Gaza. Oof. I, I don't know. Honestly, maybe you guys can tell me. I don't know the relationship that um, Netanyahu and Putin have. I know that these are small things. This is just one part of the chessboard. I get that. This is not something that's going to, you know, start a whole beef between the two if they don't already have it or if there aren't already some tensions. It's interesting, though, um, because these are sharp, sharp guys, whether you like it or not. Guys like Putin, guys like Netanyahu, power hungry, absolutely, but sharp nonetheless. It's interesting to see when these guys go head to head, not saying they're going head to head right now, but it's interesting to see when that interaction sort of starts to, to take place, you know. The next thing is that experts are puzzled by a dramatic fall in COVID cases in India. Well, I, I don't know. 
I'm not trying to, you know, disrespect the people who have allegedly passed away or who have passed for those listening or watching who have had relatives. I'm sorry for your losses and all that. Could it be that a lot of it was, I guess, I'm bear with me here. I say this very carefully in a way, some type of mental mass delusion. I'm not saying the virus is a mass delusion. I'm just saying the thought of someone catching the flu and thinking they have COVID accidentally testing positive with from a testing machine that's not so good. Maybe that could have been the instance, right? So I, I just want to say, I'm not saying everyone there's a delusional, not by any stretch of the imagination. I just want to make my perspective clear. The next thing is that Japan isn't short on COVID vaccines. They're short on syringes. Well, I mean, they got to get more syringes then. The next thing is that Iran and Qatar are discussing a nuclear deal in high-level talks, according to Al Jazeera. Okay, this is going to scare the living shit out of Netanyahu. If he's, if, well, I'm sure he knows. Obviously, the Mossad, I'm sure, is, is in on it with the intelligence and all that. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, look, at the end of the day, I have nothing against the Iranian people. I have a lot of Iranian friends. Again, I want to make this clear, just like I, when I talk about China. Not the Chinese people. I'm talking about the regime, the government. Look, if they want a nuclear weapon, you know, people have asked me, Dave, should they have one? Should Iran have one? It's not for me to say and that people might say, you know, that's a cop out. Look, if they want a weapon, let them build the weapon. But I get what the other side of it is, is that which is if they build it and all they got to do is use it once and then you're screwed. This is the delicate balance of it. I mean, if they build the weapon, you better have the U.S. and Israel watching them like crazy like you better have even russia like the big countries might as well just call each other up not even publicly not even do don't even do some big meeting just call each other up privately listen we gotta watch we gotta be able to get into you like the stuxnet virus back in 2010 that the u.s covertly inserted into iran's uh nuclear um capabilities and nuclear facilities which was that if they wanted to launch a nuke iran they, they wouldn't be able to because the u.s secretly went in there and shut it down so, I mean, look, some people have compared the Stuxnet virus to some type of, um, uh, to like the, the, the digital version of D-Day, Normandy. Uh, it, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Or Pearl Harbor, if you will. But I, I don't know. Honestly, again, if it, it's all, it all comes down to the intelligence level of things and the public level of things. Publicly, we only know maybe 5% of what's really going on. The real world scenarios are in the intelligence world. So... If they're saying let them build a, a new, clearly I'd like to think that, you know, world governments have a grip on that. So we'll see. The next thing is that Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, like I said yesterday, admits the mistake on the nursing home data screw up. Okay, here's the thing. They were afraid, you know, Trump was going to stop sending ventilators and just and, and keep ripping on Cuomo and say, like, look, you know, the, look at how bad it's doing. Why should we even help? And, and Here's the problem I have. Both sides are at fault, and I'll tell you why. The media, the mainstream media is at fault because the mainstream media glorified Cuomo. I saw it myself, guys. Glorified Cuomo every day for months, for months. Not like two, three months, like nine months, eight, nine months. Like, And people were saying, you know, Cuomo for president. Meanwhile, the guy, and I'm not, look, look, I get it. He's human. Everyone makes mistakes. But this is the problem I have. He was hiding the data of the nursing homes about how much more worse it was, not better, how much war, more worse it was, because they were afraid Trump was going to tweet at them and, and, you know, prevent and stop other things. But not only that, they were taking recovered patients from the hospital and putting them in to these nursing homes that they were, that the, they were lying about on with the data. What the hell? 
You know what I mean? Like, and he knew. That's the problem. And the media is finally saying, okay, well, he, you know, he made a mistake. But the media will never say, well, we apologize for all the glorifying that we've done and over-sensationalizing that we've done for the last year of him or the last, you know, nine, ten months, right? So that's the problem I have there. They'll, they'll say, look at Cuomo, everyone, look at Cuomo. But they'll never tell you, like CNN will never tell you, part of my English here, they were sucking his dick for months, for months and months and months. And everybody knows that. I mean, all you got to do is just look at what CNN was covering every day mid at noon for the last nine months. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Cuomo, they were going to keep covering him, but Cuomo stopped the daily briefings. That, that was the whole thing because, you know, he looked good. And yes, did he provide some informative stuff to the people? Yes. I honestly do believe in a lot of ways he cares, but in a lot of ways, he, it's politics 101. You don't want to look bad. Okay, hide the numbers, but not like this. It makes you just as bad. The next thing is that um, a North Korean man was caught by South Korea after ca- crossing the border. So, in other words, caught meaning, I guess, rescued. Um, look, it happens all the time. I guess they don't care because, you know, it's just, it's like droplets of people. It's like, you know, one person, three people, one person, it's whatever. But the country, like, uh, I can see why they want to leave. I mean, you got nothing going on there. All you got to do is go to work and that's it. You're starving. You can't even work for food, let alone money. I feel so terribly for the people there. Look at the soldiers of um, of the North Korean army. They look like they're skeletons. They don't even look like they're in shape. They look like they're unhealthy. Like there's a difference. You know, like no muscle tone, nothing, right? And it may, it really, I get it. it. It's a it's a pure authoritarian dictatorship. You can't you can't leave. You can't do anything. But I could see why people would try to make a run for it. Some people have asked me, Dave, if you were in that situation and you happen to live close to the you know North and South Korean border, would you make a run for it? Oof. I'm not going to lie. I, I want to say yes, but if I was in that moment, let's be honest. Let's not pretend to be, you know, macho people. I'd really have to see if I'd make a run for it. Let's be realistic with ourselves, especially if, I mean, I applaud the people who make a run for it. They're extremely brave. And I applaud the people who stand up to the government who end up getting killed. But whether it's publicly or covertly, I, I, I would obviously try to make a run for it. But again, it's, it's in the context of things, right? How close am I to the border? Da, 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 right? So, and I'm sure you guys would probably think the same way if we're being totally realistic with ourselves. The next thing is that Dr. Fauci won a $1 million prize for, quote, defending science. I don't have anything against him winning a prize. I'll tell you right now. I mean, could that money have gone to way better things? Yeah, because let's face it, the guy, the guy does well for himself he always, since the 80s. He's been around since Reagan, so clearly the guy's got money. Maybe he makes money from speeches, and he's only going to do, maybe after he retires, after this, he's going to write a book, and then he's going to sell like crazy because, you know, you're hearing it directly from the quote-unquote horse's mouth being Dr. Fauci. A lot of people don't like him. A lot of people do. I can understand both sides. I really can. As it, as it comes for winning the $1 million prize, a lot of people say, well, why doesn't that money go to us or to the regular people? And I agree. I agree. But with that being said, though, we got bigger fish to fry, guys, in terms of, like, he won a $1 million prize. How about the hundreds of billions of dollars that should be going to everybody right now? And I'm not just talking about in the U.S. And I'm not saying left or right. I'm saying regardless. Who wouldn't want free money right now in the sense of being able to help uh, help one another, just be able to pay your bills and just eat and chill until it's time to go back to work? And for those that are listening or watching this that are working while struggling to feed your families, man, I got tremendous respect for you guys. Tremendous, tremendous. So... I don't know what else I can, I can say on the subject uh, of that, right? The next thing is that court orders and uh, court ordered an end to COVID curfews in the Netherlands. 
again, this is going back not just to American or Canadian or Western law. This is a lot of laws around a lot of different countries around the world. Scientifically, in a lot of ways, assuming the virus is real, right? Scientifically, you're supposed to follow the science. Realistically, it goes against a lot of freedom and of rights laws and things like this. So I get it. I also understand why Supreme Court Ju- Justice Roberts, and I, I think I reported on this whenever it came out a few weeks ago, something like that, reported that, you know, in, ruled, sorry, in New York that Governor Cuomo couldn't do certain things that were uh, allegedly infringing on people's rights and freedoms. And I absolutely agree. The next thing is that uh, fake Amazon reviews are being sold in bulk online. I guess maybe a company will buy them from third-party companies, if you will, that do data mining or something like this. So we're not data mining. That, that'll just have a bunch of people write some good reviews. If you're launching a new product and you want it to go in the top charts on Amazon, you're, you're gaming the algorithm. I mean, is that a loophole? Yeah, kind of. But, I mean, who... Um, who who are we to tell or argue if it's real or not? I mean, if it if if there's clear evidence of it being bots, obviously you're removing their bots, right? But now that it's exposed, people are going to keep an eye out more and more often for this. The next thing is that let me take a look here. Um, former NFL wide receiver Vincent Jackson was found dead in Florida. They haven't said the cause yet. Autopsy's not uh, report on the uh, bleh. the autopsy report's not out yet, so it's unfortunate. I really just hope it wasn't. It didn't have to do with anything with drugs or anything like this. It's very unfortunate to see when these things happen, uh, these celebrities and these athletes. Because look, you can have all the money in the world to buy you the best healthcare, but at least for now, all the money in the world doesn't make you come back to life. So, the next or the final thing, actually, no, I believe that is that's it. Yeah, because the Pelosi thing was. Um, supposed to be the last part but i did it at the very beginning so thank you guys so much i know that there wasn't really anything super substantial today again aside from the massive weather storm and trump's impeachment it's hard to find things going on around i mean i know there's always things going on but it's hard to find things that i deem to be significant for yourself and for myself as well so thank you guys for watching or listening and we'll catch you guys later today cheers